Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going over Big Brother 22 All-Stars Episode 3, and we're talking the live feeds mostly in this podcast. We'll talk a little bit about the episode that aired tonight, but more so we're going to talk about what's happened in the live feeds in the past couple days since we haven't really updated. We you know, we were going to try to update yesterday, but then a storm ravaged the city that me and Roxy live in, and our power went out. And uh, we mine had was out for a long time. Yeah, yours yours is just out for forever. Mine came back on, uh, and we couldn't update anything. But we're here now, and we're gonna go over everything that's happened. We're gonna prep you for the eviction that is tomorrow night, uh, and we're gonna have a fun time doing it. We've got the what? What are you looking at me like that for? Are you? I'm looking at Daniel. Oh, okay. Uh, what did I do? Guys, hold on. I'm still doing the intro. I still got to say oh, things. sorry. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> if you are joining us for the first time and you're not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. If you want to like this video, that would help us out a ton. Uh, if you want to follow any of us on Twitter, those handles are in the description below. They're also on our nice little um, text flowy thingy at the bottom of the screen and all the other ways you can get in touch with us. If you want to get in touch with us during the podcast because I pay more attention to my Twitter, that's a good way to get in contact. Uh, but we also have the chat open, obviously. And if you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, or any podcast platform and you don't like looking at our faces or if you just want an easier way to listen to us please follow us on any of those platforms we're there anyway my name is barrett joining me as always is the lovely rock and daniel icon brown <sighs> we've made it a full week into the house uh and we're about to have our first all-star be evicted tomorrow this is i should say this is going to be a spoiler heavy podcast um even if you aren't really caught up on the feeds, even though we're mostly caught up now after the episode tonight, we're still going to be talking about feed stuff and who's probably going home tomorrow. So if you don't want that in your life, uh, I would say I don't away. want that in my life. <laughs> this is your first warning. Actually, first and only warning. But here we go. Tomorrow night, as of right now, and of course, it's 10 p.m. here. We got some campaigning going on in the house. Keisha's going home. That's what's happening right now. Daniel, I know you're upset. I know the I know the BB fandom is upset. Uh, they're up in arms. But Are you not upset, Barrett? I, I would be more upset if Keisha had tried a little bit more, but she has tried none. Uh, okay. And I'm prepared for Roxy to back me up okay. here because now I'm scared okay. that you're going to come at me. Okay. Tried none is quite the exaggeration. It's not, though. It's it, really not. Barrett, it is literally so exaggerated. When you compare it to nine. Kevin, it's like not even close to an exaggeration. In fact, I well, think I'm exaggerating saying she's doing none because she's done less than none when you compare it to how much Kevin has done. Keisha's sitting there and she's like, her version of campaigning in the past few days has been, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to play my social game. We saw that in the episode tonight. She's like, I'm going to play my social card up to you know the level that I'm comfortable with. And then... If she did campaign, all she's saying is, you know, I won't eat your food. You know, I want uh, and, and she's saying, you know, yeah, Cody. That is the weirdest part of, like, to me, honestly. And I love Keisha, but that is the weirdest campaign angle I think I've ever heard. I won't eat your food. And the other one is campaigning to Cody, who has no vote. I mean, yeah, he's going to have sway, but... Keisha doesn't come from a time period whenever the the HOH, you know, ruled the vote. Like, that's newer. But but she's campaigning to Cody that he can use her HOH shower. Okay. It's brilliant, hey, honestly. Listen, okay, first of all, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Roxy. You said that she shouldn't be campaigning to Cody right now? 
No, she should be, but she's campaigning to the HOH that he can use her HOH shower. Okay, I just well, find it. No, no, no. My whole comment about, about um, she comes from a time period in the game when you did not, like the vote wasn't, oh, it's what the house wants or, or like the HOH gets to kind of sway things. Like she's from an older season where it didn't work that way. And so, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that she did take that route, but then, and I think she should, because that is kind of the evolution of the game now. Um, so kudos to her for that. I will give her those points, Daniel, and I know that makes you happy, but she campaigned to him that he could use her shower. Okay. I really do believe that it's she a is good shower, though. to, to the best shower. of her ability. I think that she... That's is, not I mean, the best of her ability, though. Wait, listen, I've listen. Seen her with play. the cards, with what she has seen, I really do believe that Keisha thought that she was in a good spot. I mean, even Janelle and Kesa were leading her on, saying, "Oh, you got a shot. Like, keep campaigning. Like, it's going fine." And like just now, recently, she found out that she was in danger. And what is she doing? She's campaigning hard right now. So I feel like it's unfair. I mean, you can drag her for having a horrible read on the house. Like, I'll agree with you. She did have a horrible read on the house, but. From what, like, for example, Roxy, I'll play the card you played when uh, Kevin picked Enzo for veto, had a horrible read on the house, but with the information that he was given, which is the information that Keisha has, thought it was a good move to, like, lay low and play the social card. So I feel like it's, like, wrong to kind of, like, penalize her for doing what she thought she needed to do in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't penalize her for no. doing what she, yeah. you know, doing what, or doing what she thought she should do, but... I can penalize her for doing a horrible job compared to Kevin, who actually like went out there and was saying to people, you know, trying he just tried to get their vote, and that's all it took. Job. No, I don't like, think he did a great job. I don't, I don't think, think he did a great job. It's if you're going to compare these two, and we have to because these are the two that are on the block. Mm -hmm. He has thus far, he has done a better job of campaigning for himself however janelle has done a better job of campaigning well not a better job but she's she's done a she hasn't done a better job than kevin but she has done a better job than keisha at campaigning for keisha to say but i mean technically I she's kind of campaigning for kevin to leave which i mean six one way but you know whatever <laughs> just saying mm -hmm. well i mean i i get it i just i just you know i can't tolerate this keisha slander what is slanderous about it? <laughs> Can we look up that definition? Because yet again, Daniel's used a word that he does not know. Um, I'm literally being so dramatic right now. Hush it, Roxanne. You will give that me the legal background of slander and you will do it right now, Daniel. <laughs> I I just I mean, like, okay. when you look at Big Brother Tankisha, she really was, and obviously like this is not like, an excuse or whatever, but she was never in this position where it's mm -mm. week one and she is just being put into this 16 person cast, which yeah. is already like huge, way more bigger than like her original cast. And it's a lot more to like think about way more bigger. Is that like a double negative? Well, no, but it's incorrect I, grammatically. It's like, okay, a, it's anyways. like a cousin of a double negative is what you just said. But <laughs> yes. okay. Anyways, um, the cast is larger. How, how about that? Um, and I love that because that was correct. <laughs> is it also funner? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, and it's just like a whole new world that she's thrown into, and I feel really like bad because I know that she cares so much, and she wants to stay. She she's been waiting, 
and uh, it just breaks my heart long that this time. is happening. Yeah, so. I mean, it is sad, and I and I hate that because I mean, she is a player that I really, really um, wanted to see. I have wanted to see her play again for years. She is definitely one of my favorite players in her season, and her season is her original season is my favorite season. Um, I've said it time and time again. I, I, Keisha's birthday is probably the best moment in f- Big Brother history for me. Um, I don't know. Kathy and the Carmel is pretty good too, but and it's even <laughs> better now that now that I've heard Brittany's um, newest cameo about it. But um, I mean, I hate it for her, but you know what? I feel the same way about Kevin. Kevin is a phenomenal player. And honestly, if you look at the gameplay that Kevin had versus the gameplay that Keisha had and back-to-back seasons, Kevin was a better player. I mean, it's really hard to compare that because it's two different cast. And I just, it's hard to compare player to player from season to season, really. But I feel like he outplayed her in his season, even though in their original seasons, I probably liked her more than I liked him, if that, does that make sense? I, mean, I don't want to see. you've been switching up this season. Huh? And you were switching up this season. Well, I mean, not, not consciously, but <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't like, I was like, you know what? I liked Keisha more last time. And to be fair, I'm going to like Kevin more <laughs> this time. I mean, I am a Libra, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like, I don't want either of them to go home. And is Reach it too late? I think, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's Franny on the block. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad first two to have on the block on the first eviction night. That's for sure. I don't think any of us wanted two old school players to be up there. And I, I agree. And I, no. I think Kevin was the better player on his season. If you compare the two, but like you said, Roxy, it's like two completely different seasons when you look at them, even though they're back to back in the same era of big brother. But I going with what how Kevin played on his first season, uh, his first and only season, I should say. That point of how he got to final five or how he got to final three, but really that move at final five, um, has taken president as kind of like the the main point against him this week. If that makes any sense, I feel like in mm-hmm. Janelle's arguments against him uh, and Christmas's You're arguments valid. against him, yeah, he he totally mm-hmm. lied. He totally lied to get the golden boy Jeff Schroeder out. In Big Brother 11, <gasps> gasp! How could he? I know. Uh, and he also uh, had to lie in order to get Russell out of the game that season. It was two big moves mm-hmm. that were directly tied to him. Of course, if you ask Kevin, he'll be like, "Oh, those were Natalie's moves," uh, because Natalie, right. yeah. But he'd take credit if he was sitting in this podcast. Yes, right absolutely, and he should take credit. And I think those right. are valid points against well, him if you want I to mean, compare the loyalty in both moves. of their games. He is so um, like honestly, I actually back when probably a month ago when I was still like wishful thinking or a little more than a month ago about Kevin being in the house when I was like, you know, praying to the BB gods or whoever to Julie Chen. I'm not sure. Um, whoever I needed to say have a serious. Yeah. Whatever. Rodner. Um, you know, I I just really wanted Kevin in the house and I like, I, I respected his gameplay so much and I've talked about it multiple times. And um, I had said something to him because I'm friends with some 
people on Facebook. It, it was on a post that Ronnie had actually um, was talking about it. And I didn't even realize that Kevin was on that post at all. But um, I had said, you know, given him a lot of accolades uh, for his gameplay. And he's so modest and so kind. Even he was badass. But he was just like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Like, you know, I, I, he, I don't really feel that way. Like, he's so humble about it. And I'm like, dude, no, you are awesome. So well, I mean, I feel like that kind of shows even in this house, he's very insecure just in general. I he, admittedly that, so. He yeah, he admits it too. And like like there's he'll like cry sometimes thinking that he's just like not the same caliber as like the other people. Well, yeah, we saw that all tonight. Or, as soon as he was nominated, the first thing he said was, Guys, don't shun me. And I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> well, he's, he's I mean, seen recent seasons. That's another thing. He's such a super fan. He's such a super fan. Janelle is too. Like Janelle can tell you every single thing about every single season and what people said and who did what. Like, mm-hmm. how, she's like female Ian <laughs> when it comes to that. <laughs> I'm like, that's a weird comparison. But but, I, well, I mean, it'd be even like, weirder to say he's or, or Ian is male Janelle. Like that would be I mean, the <laughs> I, only in terms of of Big Brother memory. Knowledge, only in those yeah. terms, like Big Brother knowledge, I guess. Like, yeah, it's Janelle's amazing. Like, when they have these conversations about their seasons, like Janelle's like clocking them and like, oh no, that was this person and that was this vote. Yeah, and that that, was, that, she's uh, even like, no, you didn't say that. You said this. And they're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Can't rewrite history with Janelle here. Right. No, but Kevin's, I mean, Kevin is a fan of the show. And <sighs> that's it. I, I'm just, they're not, neither one is going to go home. Is there a button somewhere? What's we the- need the halting hacks. We need the halting hacks. We need the reset button. Give them another safety hot. suite. Go around. I mean, let's just let's just see everything that we can get. But now, like, I hate to say I'm fine losing Keisha, but she hasn't like I and I and I, I and I know this is gonna offend so many people, but she hasn't done anything to show me that I want her to stick around in this game. And I get you're like, she's on the blog. What's she gonna do? Go out of her way to you know yell at people. She, I mean, if she had done that, she probably would have done that. a better job than she did, <laughs> which was doing nothing and sitting there even like two nights ago being like, it's too early to campaign. Meanwhile, Kevin's talking to everyone and getting their vote and stealing them all. Because then once they compare notes, everyone's like, well, Kevin has talked to me. Keisha hasn't talked to me. And that's it's the decider. plays from a different era and she hasn't. Not really. Like 10 and 11 are kind of close. I mean, no, literally very a, a different era from Big Brother now, not from Kevin. They both play from a different era than the way Big Brother is played now. Oh, true, 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 true. That's that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. Um, I just, I, I guess Kevin's just and more Luke adaptable is, than Keisha. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think um, Lucas. <laughs> in chat is like kevin's a crybaby you stop it right now (laughs) um i just want to like whoever is running keisha's social media i love you did y'all see where they posted memphis and was like hashtag small dick tuesday (laughs) i I believe it was small penis tuesday but uh, whatever yeah i'm just trying to correct you it was anatomically (laughs) correct Lucas, Very Lucas just clocked you in chat. 
Me? 10 and 11 are kind of close. No. I mean, quite frank. Daniel. Oh, okay. He's like, 10 and 11 were kind of close. Yeah. I mean, chronologically, they are right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Lucas like 10. one comes right after the other. If I got a trivia question that was like, name a number close to 10, I, I got to say 11 might be my first or second guess. I don't know. <laughs> right. Anyway, moving on. What happened to season on. 10 and a half? Come on. No. Um, I don't know. I, let's spin the wheel. Oh, are we talking about the episode? What are we doing? Uh, yeah, we do, we're doing. I, I kind of threw in a little trinket. If you want to talk about your donkey banana in the veto competition tonight, <laughs> we can definitely oh do that. That's a donkey nanner. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I can't. I told Roxy beforehand if she said donkey nanner one time, I would click. I was clicking in stream, but now <laughs> she called. She called my bluff, and we're still going. But no, I we got. Wouldn't. We did I know you to, wouldn't. We got to see that veto competition tonight in the midst of and like a... it makes sense now, right? Yes, it was absolutely... Now we know why Enzo was calling it a donkey banana. Or yeah. banana... What? Yeah, donkey banana. Yeah, he's calling it a donkey saying. banana. And we also just... We didn't get Enzo to see... Enzo had the moves. Oh, that's true. He did, have, he did have the moves. He got the, the iconic phallic object slow motion shot that he asked for. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, I like that better than... You know, the constant, I'm doing well in this competition. I think I might win and then cut to them losing abruptly. Like that's, they do that it every time. And every oh, t- and every t- pet peeve. It is, it's the biggest pet peeve I have because they do it every single time. And <laughs> I don't know why they think it's still okay. Like it's not okay. okay. But they did, they got a little creative this time and they tried to make it as if Ian was cursing. Did y'all get that? He was like, I have to do this, but wait. And like it went to the beep, like the buzzer. Oh yeah, I yeah, that yeah. was clever. That was clever. They did it a little bit differently, but it still made me mad. Well, let, sorry about it. I will, I will let them have it. Well, I mean, but what's the? I mean, there's only so many ways that they can edit that. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish they I'll... just they just should. Here's the thing: stop trying to be funny. This is not a sitcom. This is not a funny season. It's not a funny year, guys. Hey, Come on. This is brother, serious. It's serious. <laughs> Get it together, CBS. While we're talking about the veto competition, A, I'm pissed that we didn't get to see what everyone was talking about. I don't even know. How, I like After watching it, I don't even know how he did that. I don't even understand how Enzo inadvertently... Or well, it. the thing is, it happened. Something happened, and we, they did not want us to see and it. And they didn't is... show us. So it's but, a little annoying. But I also I mean, wanted to say... He would have lost anyway, so it really didn't matter. But I mean, would she have... Well, I know that, Miss... I know that you're such a little spin doctor that you're going to claim otherwise, but... It had, I really do she think, said it. It had to I have really been think, when Enzo clocked in and walked away. Like he had to have walked by it when he was walking off the yard and bumped it. Like I don't know. I don't understand. Like, how did it Well, Danielle or Danny said was it Danny that said it? somebody they were all talking about it like right after the veto and they all came back in and they were wearing their donkey banana t shirts. And they were talking about how they rode the donkey bananas and held on to this phallic object and all of that. And I mean, (laughs) they were talking about the competition as they do every single time that they compete Mm -hmm. in anything. 
they have to go over it as like sports center for big brother donkey nanners. And so they got it in there twice. <laughs> and so anyway, somebody said that when um, Enzo's puzzle of veggies and fruits fell, that it felt so forcefully that one of his fruits and or veggies, I'm not sure, flew and hit hers somehow and knocked it down. That's what was said on the feeds. Why would why would I lie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Season it was throwback. Whatever it was, they did not want us to see it. And also thinking about it now, I mean, if Enzo was already timed in with his timer or whatever the case may be. Keisha still could have added more to her tower. It was not like she, if she had, I mean, I guess if like the timer or her. Yeah, because you have to ride your donkey banana to get enough time. Right. She could have still won. And it just is so saddening that the HOH was questionable. The veto was questionable. And now Keisha's getting evicted. It really was like. I'm 100% down with saying that the HOH is questionable. Otherwise, Ian could have been the HOH because he was doing pretty good, right? He did really well. Like the second best out of everyone. Maybe. I mean, we only saw Ian go like halfway before his buzzer went off. But like he had a good grasp of it. But I don't know if he could have. He was like the second best. But my point is, Ian would not have taken out Keisha. Like, let's be real. So it's just frustrating. I don't know. Not Keisha. I don't know, because it seems like with Ian, and we're not spinning the wheel yet for him, but with Ian, it seems like the person he trusts the most, and he said it tonight in a it's DR. Kevin. No, it's Nicole. No, Franny. Oh, well, he, but he and uh, Franny, but he and I didn't see that DR because you know, um, he uh, he had um, the conversation with Kevin earlier about he was like, I don't care what the vote is, I don't care if it's you know like what 12 to one or 13 to zero or two to whatever. Like he was like, I'm, you have my vote no matter what, like it's me and you. I love that. They were having that whole conversation. That's why I said that. They're part of the Octor, the Explorables. They're the donkey bananas. I don't know. Can we? Someone in the chat said Daniel is salty. Yes, I am salty because it's ridiculous. Daniel, you don't have to get mad at the chat. Wait, what are you salty about? Why are you being so snappy right now? Sorry, love you. Daniel, Um, all your friends say the same thing about us 50 times when we podcast in the chat. So you're not allowed to get mad (laughs) at anyone else. I feel like I have a right to be a little salty that these competitions are just not fair all the time. And it's annoying that someone who I've been waiting to see come back, who was one of my favorites and like, She's just going week one because of something like this. It's All right. Something. Well, do you want Keisha to go or Janelle to go? Pick right now. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. Pick right now. <laughs> no, because the thing because, is. No, because that's the way it is for me. I have to choose between Kevin and Keisha. So I don't want to hear it. You, you are not putting Janelle and Kevin on the same level, please. I'm putting two people who I absolutely adore on the same level that I have to pick between. You have done. You're telling me. Janelle and Kevin, Janelle and Kevin, pick one. Uh, Janelle. Okay. 
There we go. What did you, what did you just prove? I don't. You said, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not really understanding was, what your point was. Because you were trying you to, didn't answer the question. No, no, because you were trying to say, like, Janelle and Kevin, as if they were equal, saying Janelle or Keisha picked No, her. that's not what I'm saying. You don't understand. This is so yes, unproductive. You did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you heard the words correctly. You don't understand. No, I meaning. didn't think that. Listen, I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, Rennie, what is it? Is that appropriate? It's appropriate. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> no, listen oh to me. Gosh. Are you ready? Yes. What? You're being salty for no reason. Like you're mad because uh -oh. I, you're mad because I have picked Kevin over Keisha. And I'm saying, what if your two people that you really loved, uh, the Jan Janelle and who? Anybody? No, that, that, okay. It, those are your two favorites ever. It doesn't have to be in the house ever. Oh, um, probably not. Janelle's Janelle and Rachel are my two favorites. Okay, pick one. Who's going home? <laughs> you can't put me on the spot like that. I can oh pick one. Pick I'm one. not. I would never. Okay. Well, that's the position that I'm in, and you're getting mad at me because I've picked. I wouldn't get mad at you if you picked. But really, are Keisha and Kevin on the same level? It I mean, doesn't matter. It's how much I like them. That's how much I like them. That's Daniel's like I, motto I in guess. life. It doesn't matter. It's how much I like them. Whenever we talk Big Brother. You that like is... them. I, it, it's how much I like them, and I have to pick. And and you're mad because I didn't pick for Keisha to stay? I forget what we're even arguing about. Like, we were just talking about how we uh, both agreed that these comps are stupid. They really are, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's like literally my point. Uh, oh, I'm going to have to put timestamps around these fights, aren't I? <laughs> I know I am. No, I feel like that was, like, definitely, like, an iconic moment. Wow, Daniel and I fight like that all the time. We love each other. <laughs> it's not even a real fight. That's not even a real fight. I, I don't know if you noticed, but I was, like, definitely quoting, like, Dance Moms the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Okay. Lucas, you hush your mouth. I'm not saying they're my favorites ever. I'm just trying to simply point out to Daniel that it is... Just because you pick one person. Right, Luca, that's oh. my point, though. You were trying to compare Janelle and Kevin. No, I'm Kevin not. First thing. of all, Lucas talks shit in the, in the chat all the time. And I love him, <laughs> but he is a potster. And we all know this. And I love him. <laughs> but that is not my point. Can we spin the wheel? What does that even Please mean? God, like, are you Vanna White or something? Am I what? <laughs> Vanna White. Yeah. Vanna White never spins the wheel. She's the letter turner. Let's be honest. She's the face of Wheel of Fortune. All right. <laughs> we, uh, I guess if this moves the conversation along, we're doing it. This is the wheel Wait, of discussion. Wait, what is this? This is, the wheel about this. this is the wheel of discussion, Daniel. <laughs> we're going to spin the wheel, whoever it lands on. We're going to talk about their game. What? How did I know nothing about this You don't know about it because you didn't show up to the podcast on time. All right, Nicole Anthony, <laughs> I think, yeah. Oh my gosh, Daniel, are you sick? Have She's you been eating the slop? Wow, no, I'm. 
over this girl right here. I'm so over her in this game. Jeez, right I did not know you were about to be this passionate. Give your examples of why you're why over you Nicole so Anthony. Nicole Anthony is so blind and she has like PTSD from her season because she thinks that everyone's conspiring against her. And literally everyone, she is in so much danger next week. She is literally going on the block if 70% of the house wins HOH. And she is turning away Janelle and Kaser who are on the bottom trying to find allies who she doesn't her. know they're on the bottom she thinks janelle is at the very top mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous but right that's what i'm saying her read on the house is so like twisted and she's pushing away people who want to work with her and walking into like i feel like i don't even know what the example is like you're walking into a door where like knives are just gonna throw it in your face like i don't yeah. know like the like it's this just ridiculous very dangerous <laughs> I'm over her. I'm so over her. She should have stayed as America's favorite player because it always happens to the Nicoles. They always are loved and then they're hated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, the curse of Nicole. Well, to bring it back a little bit. Uh, yeah. Nicole had a conversation with Janelle yesterday. I'm getting my days off now, but yes, yesterday. Uh, and Janelle's kind of campaigning for Keisha in a way, throwing out Kevin on his season and um, kind of talking about the dynamics in the house. And Nicole, like for half a second, has a great read on everything. Like in that moment, she had a perfect read. She's like, I think Cody's working with Enzo. You know, he's working with Tyler. I think this is kind of what's going on with the guys. But I don't even think she was telling the truth. I think she was just bullshitting with Janelle. She was bullshitting Janelle. But she was I so right. It. She was right. I know. The read was so accurate when she actually like compared her notes with Janelle to make up a consensus because they were comparing each other's like opinions and notes and the information. But all of it was BS to mislead Janelle. One of the only people in this house willing to pick her up and yeah. work with her. Janelle's really trying with Nicole and she she's kept trying and they've kept having conversations in the last day or so. And even today, you know, they she did her makeup last night and that was like a big gesture of just like, let me get my Tom Ford out. And here you go. You We are <laughs> friends. Take this as a friendship. And Nicole's still not really she having it. Super long conversation with her, Janelle and, and, um, Nicole. Nicole Anthony. Well, I was I was trying to figure out what I wanted to call her because I do have little nicknames um Tony for the Nicoles. Um that you know, I well for everyone honestly, when I make notes and stuff, like cuz I don't want to type their names out every single time, so I'm always calling them right. something different. But anyway, they had like a really like way long conversation and the thing is <laughs> Nicole is so against Janelle and I'm like is it because of the way that she was treated in the house last year that affects the way that she I like, think so. Yes. so last year she was left out of this big giant um alliance Hateful. and yeah like sister why did you even want to be in that alliance those people are terrible <laughs> and um and so, you know, she's like paranoid about that happening. And like, I don't know, was right. it, was it this morning when she asked, or was it last night where she was like timidly asked if it was okay if she puts her water bottle in the refrigerator? Did you guys see that on the feeds? Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Michael in the chat, we are upset with Nicole A for playing the game. Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. 
<laughs> I don't know. I get what you're saying, Michael, and it's easy for us to sit here. I don't. Here. I really don't, Michael. No, 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 no. We're just very passionate that she's misreading some things, and it's easy for us to sit up here and say that why isn't she saying this? Because you know we're outside I'm not as looking upset in. As Daniel. I mean, Look. I'm not upset. I just, I mean, Daniel, no. I know is upset. I, I get Daniel is upset. Daniel, <laughs> but let me tell you why Daniel's upset. Daniel is upset because she, Nicole Anthony, well, neither Nicole, that she doesn't want to play with Janelle. So if you're not for Janelle, you're against Janelle. And if you're that against Janelle, so, no, Daniel hates your guts. He no, cannot I'm stand you. Not true. I am equally as mad every season when people like, look at last season, BB21, when Bella was on the bottom and she didn't realize it but kept ratting out kemi and ratting out because it was, was kemi no it could have it was ovi it was whoever it was these people on the bottom that's all that matters they're on the bottom and like they self-destruct and do moves to empower a majority alliance and it's so frustrating because it's gonna mean all stars is gonna be a shit show and i'm scared that it's gonna be really bad after jury and it's just gonna be a horrible show and oh I'm do you trying. would you rather there not be any big brother to watch daniel I love Listen, Daniel's positivity. It, yeah, it's I mean, great. it's just overflowing. <laughs> yeah, I, really, well, I feel like it's so unfair to say it's only because of Janelle because I have the same energy every season when these dumb players when they go against somebody that you like. That is so not. It doesn't matter if I like them or not, but when they're in the minority, when people target the minority and do stuff to ensure the minority stays the minority, I think it's dumb and stupid gameplay. That's how you okay, play I'm gonna the call game. it out. Okay, I'm not gonna rag on That's Nicole. I'm not gonna rag on Nicole Anthony as hard as. Uh, Daniel is because I get the paranoia that's in her head and she has said it I think she's very paranoid just from what happened last year she's trying not to get but left on the outside of a big group so she's honest she's honestly thinking right now there is this big conglomerate group and she sat mm -hmm. there after she talked with Ian and Ian was like you know I don't ever do this vote with the house thing so I'll just see you know it doesn't really matter to me so I'm just gonna vote where I feel like I need to vote and he, they have this conversation Ian leaves and Nicole just sits there and like there's this big conglomerate alliance and I just know it and it's got Ian and Janelle and already that's like okay you're way off uh but like I get the paranoia in her head because this is what happened to her last year and she's just trying to trying to feasibly in her mind she's put together any sort of yeah it's just overthinking but she's overthinking it but but seriously did y'all hear her timidly ask if it was okay if she put her water bottle in the refrigerator hmm, her shaker bottle yeah did you hear i and did not hear did she because yeah because people are like <gasps> oh uh, this yeah. season okay i thought you were talking about last season so no it, it was like either today or yesterday I'm like, oh my gosh, she, she she's suffering from post-traumatic stress from Jack. She's afraid to put her water in the refrigerator because of that. And it wasn't even directed at her. It's no wonder she's terrified of the big alliance, something that did happen to her. She, and she also... Is she into? I know Kevin is intimidated by a grumpy pants Memphis, but is Nicole Anthony? She should be. I think everyone should outrightly be a little bit intimidated by Memphis right now because, in, obviously, we didn't pick him for the wheel. But uh, <laughs> we'll spin it and see if we get him. <laughs> what if we don't though? Then we have to talk about a completely different person. I'm just playing. It was a joke. I feel like a good point to bring up uh, is that you know, I don't know when we're actually going to see this on a live episode or 
an episode uh because we th- this this formation of this group hasn't really been like solidified with all of them present yet so i don't know exactly how cbs is going to show this but memphis is trying his hardest uh to put together this alliance which now has a name they're called the closers uh with himself help me out please with himself uh franny danny uh cody tyler and, 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 no no enzo's not the closers franny wait that's what I christmas it's christmas christmas that's the yes sixth. uh but that's that's a horrible alliance. I'm well, the sorry. way he, Bailey was in it for a hot second, but then he replaced Bailey with Franny, uh, which is like everyone's like, oh shit. But like uh, the way they're going about creating this alliance is like Memphis is talking to them one at a time. A couple of days ago, you know, he's talking to Cody in the morning. And he's saying we got to talk to these people, and then once he we get all of them on the same page, we're all gonna have our like side things. And it's just like I don't. I don't, this isn't going to work. There's no way this can work, right? We've seen this tried. It's never really been a thing that's worked, especially with six people. Like you can talk about the brigade, but that's a small amount of people you're working with that have one side alliance or one side piece as Enzo has been referring to them as. But like, like, six people, there's no way this can work, right? Well, and it's not even like, that's not even like the worst part. The worst part is that Memphis does never never wants them all to be in a room together. Never wants them to talk strategy together. He wants it to just be an understanding that this that these six people are going to work together and have each other's back. But what I just we don't need to meet up, we don't need to catch up and like share information. Like then like what are you doing? Like like that's like a one week type of deal. That's not like a permanent alliance structure that's gonna be any well, beneficial. Again, Memphis is playing a game that he played years ago. He's so stupid. Him too. (laughs) It's just weird because it seems like... I mean, he is against Janelle, so... (laughs) It seems like... It's not even that. It seems like everyone that is not Memphis has trouble bringing it up with the other people that are in this, the Closers Alliance. And you have Tyler and Christmas just kind of being like, like over is, it. yeah it's like this no like is this really going to be a thing like if they never have a meeting it's just like okay what are, what are we really doing what are so we really accomplishing it even, does it even exist like if you don't get facetime then why yeah how do you expect them to be loyal to the group yeah that's and ridiculous it really is come on that's dumb right well no but i get why tyler yeah. and christmas are kind of like the the two that are like i don't know there's no way this can work right because you know you have tyler who comes from a very you know functioning alliance on bb20 that very much talked every day never like separated and then you have christmas who was in the biggest Nicole. alliance ever which is everyone against uh, jessica everyone and cody in the entire house yeah. except cody and jessica <laughs> well and cameron oh my god so <laughs> i mean i this is probably like a weird position for some of them cuz they're like i don't know what to do and maybe but yeah it, it's really interesting though honestly to see people that come from different time periods of the game because the game has evolved so much for, and i'm not counting season one so please don't i don't want to hear it i'm also not counting ott don't want to hear it uh it has evolved so much from season two until now so it's 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 so strange to see these players who you know were great in their seasons and they come in and they're all trying to 
play one game when they're used to playing it in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's not how this works now. I mean, I think some of them have been way more adaptable than others. Like, I mean, clearly Janelle is terrible. I'm just kidding. No, she's <laughs> adapted. She, <laughs> no, she's adapted quite well to the new school type of play. Memphis is aligned, sort of, and the weirdest alliance ever, um, with a lot of new school players, but he's trying to play an old school game. Right. And he's uh, he's very anti-old school in like a weird way to the point where he's going up to Cody and he's like, why would I align with Kaser, Janelle, and Keisha? Like, that's so obvious. Like, you know, F off with that. I think that was actually his line. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, which is annoying in a way because Janelle, you know, these are the people we're kind of rooting for a little bit more. Maybe not everyone. I would assume most people are. Uh, they're downstairs, like assuming Memphis is with them. And it's just like, no, he could not be further away from what all of you are doing. And the same thing with Danny. It's like, and it, maybe they don't rely on Danny as much because I think it's fairly obvious who, that she's just kind of roaming as she pleases. Uh, but at least Janelle, especially is probably counting on Danny to be somewhat of a confidant. And she's not really, in fact, she's going around saying she probably will be at some point in this game. And it's going to be so fun to me to watch the tide turn on social media, because right now all of the Janelle stands are absolutely furious with Danny. They hate her. But at some point, (laughs) (laughs) at some point, I feel like they're inevitably going to have to work together in some capacity if Janelle, you know, has the staying power that she had, especially in six and seven. I mean, she didn't really play 14, but. (laughs) <laughs> it's true like, I, don't, I don't know what, yeah it's no she it's did I, just like to mess with, I like to I mean, mess with daniel but i'm just saying if she, she won the season she did not if she is um as hard to get out as she normally is i feel like it's because i mean that is danny's goal right now is like we've got to get rid of janelle because she knows it's it's so hard to get rid of her she's such a fantastic player she's scary everybody in the house is scared to to play against janelle and they should be because she's good and so i feel like if janelle has the staying power that she has had historically at some point danny and janelle will play together in some capacity and the time turning on twitter is going to be hilarious or the more likely scenario janelle just goes next week and then (laughs) everything is for not but no i mean maybe that's a real possibility too depending on who wins hoh i I think she could flip a target easily if she really tried to if she really wanted to expose the dynamic in the house if she really Mm -hmm. knew what it was like for sure then I think she could easily flip something on people. And even if she doesn't, we'll have great entertainment watching it. Because even right now, with her not necessarily on the ends with anything, really the only people she trusts in the house and maybe has a little bit of, you know, f- friendship kindling with people is like with Bailey. 
mm-hmm. with Danny kind of very distantly. I mean, obviously Kaser, but then who else really? Well, I mean, in real life though, Janelle and, and Danielle are friends. Right. But in yeah. the game right now, it, they're not necessarily the the duo that I think people would hope that they would be. Well, people expected and had, had were hopeful to see like Janelle and, and, and Davon and, and, and Danny, like they're, they're, well, I mean, look, I've said it before. The girls this year are far better than the boys, period. Very That's the way it is. I mean, it, Every year, yeah. every single year. It's just okay, like no, see, when you say stuff like that, that's stupid. That's what Enzo Here. said tonight on the episode, I'm pretty sure. He kind of mentioned it with Cody in the HOH room. It's like when they were forming the roots, uh, or the root, the root, uh, <laughs> the band, the roots. There's so many copyrighted names with the, the alliances this year. We have the usual suspects, right. we have the roots, and then we have Connect Four. It's just like, okay. Is that why they keep changing names and stuff? Because remember, they, they wouldn't, the even though girls, we yeah. all... We all know um, about the Quack Pack, but they, or it was DuckTales first, remember? Mm-hmm. That was what it was. They could not be DuckTales, and they changed it to the Quack Pack. Yeah, and then the Powderpuff Girls because in season 18. Yeah, Ian likes ducks. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> just kind of just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, I just um, don't know. Can we spin the wheel? Yeah. Yeah. I'd okay. love to spin the wheel. Right. I hope it lands on and Danny uh, or David or or Bailey. Please land on Bailey. What's in the center? Jerry. It's Jerry with his selfie. Oh, my Wheel God. of discussion picks. Please be good. Please be good. Please be good. Kevin. We've kind of. We've already talked about Kevin. Spin uh, again. <laughs> Nothing you want to add about Kevin? I mean, I love him and I think he's fabulous. And I, I just want to. <gasps> I just want to be his best friend he won't go home it's going to be 13 to 0 anyway well, ian doesn't care well ian does care i know uh who's it gonna be davon or tyler down. tyler okay that's not <laughs> not a bad person to discuss at least no matter daniel daniel you're gonna have to be a you little bit less aggressive with the wheel of discussion if we're gonna continue to do this so all right it's a very like What's it like uh, when you're very reactive? We uh, reactive. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very. <laughs> you're a very reactionary person in general. Um, Tyler had a I, nice little segment tonight on the show, and it's kind of something we can discuss. A uh, two for one here, a four for four here. Get it at Wendy's and uh, buy maybe not. But why? Why has Tyler been wearing those weird glasses? What are you talking I don't about? Love it. I have glasses that look just like that. No, but you don't look weird in them. Well, he also, he looks like a serial killer well, from now, the seventies. Now I feel like I do look weird in them because you I were so live quick. For the glasses, he looks like he. What should... I don't live for it is the bun anymore. I feel like it was a cute thing last year, every now and then, but like now I'm not really living for it. I like it when his hair is down. I don't love it. Deals. Here we go. Deals. 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 Here we go. Uh, all right um <laughs> besides that we did get a full segment of tyler's like infinite amount of final twos that he has formed in the house uh with a little montage of his one with christmas his one with david and some of them aren't necessarily like the final two deals it's just kind of like him chumming it up with someone and be like i got you you're good and i just i don't know i don't understand if this is like a reflex for tyler at this point if his like brain just automatically throw themselves like 
He's just so, I mean, he's, and I'm, I'm not meaning like to stand, like I'm not a Tyler stand as much as Daniel thinks that I am. Uh, no. I'm definitely not, but you can't not watch him and see the people. What's your favorite MVP 20, Barrett? My favorite in BB. Uh, ooh. Um, oh God, Daniel, don't, don't, don't do this to me. It's Tyler, isn't it? It's definitely JC. I'm joking. I have ah! to, just joking, joking, Julie. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, Haley was good. I I probably say Haley. I liked Haley. She was one of my I, favorites. Because there were because there were people that I would say like I enjoyed a lot at some points, but then there were other more, like they just couldn't redeem themselves at other points. Like Scotty. Uh, I liked Scotty. You're saying hi, people. I know you are a level sixteen. I remember talking to Barrett at BB20. And he was anti the hives. I know all of this is bullshit and viewers do not fall for it. Daniel, Listen, that's not true. You constantly rewrite history. I definitely do not. I remember this him not, being Daniel? very down on the hive. No, it. you're... Listen... That is subjective because your version of somebody being down on something is if they're not like overzealous about whoever it is that you love. Like if one week, like if if Barrett were to say, my God, how does Fessy not know who flipped? This is ridiculous. Then you're like, what? That's your reaction. (laughs) It's true. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Barrett was not a high fan. He loved level six. And I know that for a fact. Listen, I didn't really love yeah, anyone like once once jury started. I didn't really like anyone. So if that helps anything, I don't remember. Wow. it got Those so boring. Things. Oh my god! I mean, I agree. Can Some we talk about Tyler? Fun. Look, we have a winner, Tyler. Well, Tyler did not win, but I mean, but Nicole well, it won. It says we have a winner for the for the wheel of discussion. Yes, we do Tyler. have a winner there, and. I mean, obviously, if we don't do really, we don't really do power rankings here on the podcast. But I think if we were going to do power rankings, I would have he's Tyler. Up there. He's definitely up there right now, just for the sake of him being socially affluent with everyone and doing the same exact thing he did last year. But people still not realizing that he's doing the same exact thing that he's like. They realize it. They can't help themselves. I'm telling you. If he did, what is his alma mater? Did he go to Hogwarts? Because I'm pretty certain that he did. He did. Did they check his bag for a wand? He, how does he do that? It's like, he doesn't even, people are throwing alliances at him in final twos. How many times has Cody looked at, at Tyler and just been like me and you to the end? Are you ready to do that? Like, and every time, I mean, Tyler's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And And I mean, like. He's not completely Ow. fooling everyone. I mean, obviously, we've heard Cody talk a little bit about, you know, the dude's a stud, but like... And they still do it, though. Yeah. Enzo obviously has, is starting to clock a little bit of what Tyler's do, and he's had his, a couple of mm-hmm. offhanded comments about it, and which is hilarious to Enzo watch. Enzo knows. He does. Enzo well, knows Tyler is... Tyler is aware of things, too. Tyler mm-hmm. um, was talking to Christmas, I believe. Yeah, I know it was Christmas. I, I know it was about Cody and was it Danny Cody and Danny he felt sketched out by them doesn't trust them and also something to know is but he likes Danny now they share food <laughs> right just like Keisha queen anyways um <laughs> but she's <laughs> so not gonna share she's mind. giving all of hers away right <laughs> um but no then something interesting did y'all see the um HOH you know how they had to film the videos like 
who are your closest pals? What do you have to say back at home? And they like fill, film that stuff. And the HOH, well, Cody, when asked who his biggest competition was, yep. Cody answered with Tyler. So, but then he also said, like, as his top three pals in the house, he said Tyler. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a little confused. So, but um, I don't know. I definitely can see like a Cody versus Tyler arc at some point in the season. Let me let me find that clip. I think that'll be like pretty interesting to watch. I mean, that's a kind of a pretty good matchup, right? Yeah. <sighs> I, I just don't I like. Know. I just don't get it. All right, all right. Here's the who's your biggest competition question that Cody answered in his. What do you? I don't even know what you call this. The HOH hot seat is what they're calling it. I think my biggest competition is Tyler, to be honest. As much as I love his game and I, I, I'm working with him and I, I love to work with him even further, he's very similar. He's very friendly. He gets along with everybody. He's very good at competitions. Um, and so I would say he's my biggest competition. All right. And then the next, yeah, the next question was, who are your three closest pals in the house? He just immediately names Tyler as well. So it's like, okay. Uh, but yeah, I think obviously. He said I, Tyler, Derek. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously I, I think anyone would enjoy watching Tyler kind of being on the outs of some sort without a cloud power uh, or the cloud app. Whatever, I don't even remember what it was. Been the cloud app. Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to see it happen because, but there's a lot of these people I'm like, okay, they got to final three and they didn't really do anything. Like they never really had to combat anything. I want to see those people finally have to combat something in the game for themselves. Like mm. people that are currently in the house or just in general? People that, that are currently in the house. I want to see okay. like, I want to see Christmas have to like fight for herself. I want to see, obviously, Ugh. I want to see Cody have to fight for himself. I want to see Tyler fight for himself because we haven't really seen that that from them in their seasons that's true but tyler i think such an easy ride playing the same damn game the same game she's it's not paul this time it's tyler that's the only difference (laughs) well i mean her foot is still intact so we have that this is true but she will tell you about the time that it was not intact and she will a million times a lot and then she will hold up her product placement and say this is my protein if you would like to buy uh have y'all noticed like this is so random but she talks a lot about alex's punishment and bb19 have y'all noticed that it's like weird how how, what was alex's punishment when she had to like bake the uh, oh yeah and she had to make all the hot dogs and carry oh my gosh that was i don't know if it's just when i'm on the feeds and listening but at least on like four or five different occasions she's brought it up and I'm like, that's such a random thing to bring up. Like, why are you bringing it up? Oh, and she always talks about, oh, and Elena and uh, Alex swore not to curse each other, but Elena took the five grand. Like, I've heard, like, this story, like, five times. <laughs> and I'm just, like, over it. It's- yeah. Okay, so consensus on Tyler. He's playing the same exact game. It worked for him before. It's working for him so far now. Yeah. And he's full of magic. Yes. <laughs> and just a side note, he is not normal. Yeah. Let's just say that. And I dislike his glasses and want him to not wear those. I really <laughs> like them, Tyler. They're cute. I don't like it almost as much as I didn't like when they straightened his hair. Well, Ugh. can I... Bake the hot dogs, die, and then chop. I need to ask you both something. Who is his closest yeah. ally? Christmas. I also agree that it's probably Christmas. 
because uh, yeah, we, we we already talked about that. You know, Josh and Casey were probably going to come in as well, and they'd form this like four person pregame alliance. I mean, we talked about it. I think the first live feed update, but yeah, it seems that way because with everyone else, it's just kind of like you and me or a thing. You know that. Do you feel like that Tyler shares with Christmas? Well, I know he shares way more with Christmas than he does with anybody else because his conversations with other people consist of like, yeah, yeah, and okay, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's really pretty much it. And with Christmas, like it's yes process. and, you know, he does the improv effect. Yeah. So, I mean, I do agree with that. Let's spin the wheel, though. <laughs> Daniel chuckles. What? What is it, Daniel? Speak to me. Danny, okay, Danny just said in the house, you should have seen her, Nicole Franzel, upstairs day one. Big Meats better not be here. I'm going to get her out. Da, 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 da. <laughs> she's like talking about Nicole Franzel right now. <laughs> Come on, Big Meats. She's terrified of you. We never get to go over, really, because um, we didn't do an update of Nicole crying because Janelle was torturing her. Um about her boyfriends that she's had in the game, which wasn't like a, <laughs> you go back and look at the conversation. It's like a very cordial, you know, Nicole talking about Corey and Victor talking a little bit about Hayden. And, you know, it just seems like a normal conversation. Then suddenly she's outside and she's just like, I just want to go to bed. Like I, and she keeps trying to talk to me. And I don't, <laughs> I'm over Nicole. Oh man. It was really, it was overly dramatic. What she was upset about. It's like, remember how ridiculous that it was when Jesse was so mad because Rennie was so loud and he couldn't go to sleep? I felt like mm-hmm. this was way yeah. worse than Jesus, that. Mary, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, she was, like, crying because people were talking in her room. Like, Franny, you're not the only person who lives in this house. Um. But she is a winner. Did you know that she is a winner? There are people talking well, about you know me what? being a winner. Or did someone say something about me being a, a winner in the game? She's it's the always... only one talking about the fact that she's a winner. Are people, what so are people far... talking about? I think people are, people might be talking about Am it. Am I going to be in a target? Am I going to target me? Yeah, I'm you... in the Million Club. Listen, I'm in the Million Club. Here, here's the question. If Nicole Franzel ends up winning this season and becomes the first two-time winner, I feel like I'm going to have to stand. I mean, Yeah. You can, like yeah. We're, we're gonna have to. All no, come you don't her. have to stand. You can respect. That's it. what. No, that's I, what standing is to him, though. No, it's it's the same have, thing. Two I different words. I will. I will make her my profile picture for a day, and I'll just let it. Be. Oh, okay. That's a different level. It depends on how she wins. It doesn't matter, in my opinion. If if she wins twice, however it pans out. She's she's the queen of Big Brother. Well, if she gets to to the end and Ian's not the person that's sitting next to her and she still wins, I think she would have had to have done something impressive. Or <laughs> could you see? No, see what would make Nicole Franzel so much so more so much more so more double negative. I get it. Whatever. Not really, but uh, yeah, keep going. It's not. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was listening to another podcast and I so much agree with what they were saying. Basically, if Nicole Franzel were to go in the DR and say, yeah, I'm a villain. Yeah, I'm going to be in this girl's yeah. life. And I'm going to rat it out. Yeah, I'm doing all this. And like turns to the She doesn't own it. it. Yeah. She doesn't if own she, her moves. Yes. That is one of the things that bugs me the very most. 
I don't have a problem with the backstabbing and the lying. And it, it, like, if you've got to slit somebody's throat to win, do it. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's America's favorite that you just slit their throat and, and walked right over their bleeding corpse to get to the finish line. I don't care. But if you walk in the diary room and pretend like you are America's princess and you cry and you act like everybody has bullied you and you are the victim, I don't want to hear it. I don't have any respect for that. You walk in and you own it and you be the villain. If that's the way you're going to play, own it. And then I'll respect you. Just but own it. you're pretending to be something that you're not, when I just watched you play an entirely different game, and you can't even acknowledge that you played all of season 18 giving Corey a handjob, I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. You don't know how much I would love Nicole to walk into the Big Brother 18 diary room and say, yeah, I sucked his dick and I won. Period. Well. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it and it was worth it. I have 500 grand in my pocket because of it. I don't and think. Yeah, I drug his ass to the end. And I don't, yeah, I did all this. I mean, I don't know that I wish that she had said that. Yeah. But I can't really. I can't monetize this video anymore, just to make it clear. But huh, oops, I don't Thanks, really Daniel. Care. You Worth owe me it. seventeen. Worth it. And so, anyway, um, like I wish though that she had just been like, I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm using this person in order to further my game. I am using this person to do this dirty work for me. But instead, it's like, I didn't do that. <laughs> right. And I can't. I loved her on season 16, though. <laughs> I really I did. Since I what? really did. And I don't... I, look, I really... Because she was. The thing is, on season 16... She was what she wants her arc to be. She wanted to be right. the underdog. The but now victim, she doesn't realize she's on a new season and she's got to wear the pants when it comes to the move she's making and right. talk about it, you know? <sighs> but mm -hmm. since we're still on Tyler, technically, um, I'll end. we can end his little segment by saying he did have a beautiful work of art with his um, yes. pineapple tower or whatever you want to call it tonight. Um, <laughs> no, don't say it. Uh because daniel you it tweeted was, about it yes it was actually like iconic like the best thing he's done in the big brother game period yeah look at this look at that that's beautiful like, isn't that i know it's so like pretty he, like how did he not win how did he not also i like how they used objects that you could also make one giant phallic object out of like they're really going for the <laughs> meta-ness there right like i, I think that's what they that? were hoping that is just art <laughs> All right, should we move on? Daniel's idea of art and mine are two completely different things. Should we move on to the wheel of discussion? Yeah. Okay. Okay, spin the wheel. The wheel of discussion. It's going to be... Enzo. I'll take it. I'll take Enzo, too. We already talked about Enzo. We already talked about Enzo. We really haven't, though, to the extent of... We briefly touched... No, we're talking about Enzo. I don't care if you don't like him. We're talking about Enzo. Oh, God. Is this because you don't like him? No, he's playing the same game that's annoying me. Wait, what? So he's playing it well? Is that why it's annoying you? No. I I don't think he's playing... I think he's playing a similar game. I don't think he's playing the same game. I mean, my God, I mean, he's yeah. already won a competition. I 
He's already different. <laughs> I, guess. I mean, I, I think that he's in one of the better positions in the house, but I just think that, I don't know. I'm just like not the Enzo hype. I never have been. Well, let, let's let, let's let's view it a little bit more um, from a game perspective because right now Enzo is in the midst of the Connect Four Alliance, which is himself, Cody, Davon, and Bailey, and they. I don't even know what's their sign. I don't even, like. Can they even use Connect Four? Like, is that is that copyrighted? <laughs> they did it last night when in the kitchen. I don't remember what the like the sign was though. Um, but can they even call themselves Connect Four, like legally? Are they? I mean, I, they'll probably have to change it because I mean, what is it? it has what? Look, I have a it's Milton Bradley. I have a Connect Four box <laughs> right here. Oh my God, I'm gonna bring it out. Is are Enzo, uh, Cody, Tavon, and Bailey on it? It's just them playing Connect Four. Oh, that was very. Loud. Oh my God! Wow, <laughs> this video is sponsored by Connect Four. See, now we can monetize it. Perfect. Can we? I'll send this con to Connect Four. Uh, it, <laughs> and yeah, we'd like to be the face of your company. Basically. Yes, please put us on the cover instead of those smiling children. What is the name of the other four personalities? The Core Four, which is going to be a really like hard thing to remember. We have the Core Four and the Connect Four. The Core Four is Enzo, Cody, Danny, and Franny. And then <laughs> Connect Four is Enzo, Cody, Day, and Bay. So, uh, yeah, it's I, I. And then all of, and then you have like Nicole and Danny also in the usual slash unusual whatever that's going to be called the closers. Forgot they already changed it. Um, and then you also have Cody in that alliance as well. Enzo's left out of the closers. So will he find out about the closers? Is kind of the big question. Uh, Wait, the closers is who? I didn't know the name of the alliance called the closers. We mentioned well, they it. just named it. Yeah, it was like a few hours ago that they officially uh, gave it a name. Wh Christmas it? gave it the name, but it's I Christmas, Tyler, Memphis, Danny, Franny, and Cody. I thought that was something else. I thought that was called like the un. They yeah. Well, it was. They have a new name. It's the same one. It was oh. an unusual or usual suspect. It's kind of like. Yeah, it's like we used to be Julie's Chin, and then we decided on a worse name, and then we rolled with that. This is not the worst name, <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, I think Enzo, again, if we'd made a power ranking, I would. I, I think Tyler and Enzo would be pretty high up on it. Uh, in fact, I would put Enzo higher than Tyler just for his, the fact that no one really like has brought up Tyler. Well, I almost said Tenzo. No one has brought up Enzo in any like negative way so far, as if like he's going to be a future target, and I think that's impressive for a guy who played the ex also the exact same way ten years ago and made it to final three. And you have Danny at the very beginning saying, you know, oh Enzo is going to do this and he's going to get to final five easily, like with with you know having no effort at all, and he's even won a competition now, and people are still like, yeah, Enzo, we love Enzo. Um, I mean, things can change. But I think Enzo, of the people in this game, I think he exceeded my expectations which how, with how like I thought he would be perceived in the house by the end of the first week, I would say. I mean, there are others that are up there on, the, on this power ranking scale that I'm making in my head, mm -hmm. like Davon and Bailey. I think they're also doing a fantastic job at not only uh, being looked at as, you know, valuable socially, but also being 
looked at as valuable in the midst of an alliance. And I think there are a couple of the people that could float this middle out for as long as they really want to at the moment, while other people try to pick each other off and they're not going to be the ones uh, that take the fall for it. <laughs> you all are silent. No, I'm listening, but I was trying no, to answer in I was, chat too. I was trying to yell at Roxy in chat. <laughs> Daniel threw a fit and made us change it as if it was not a group. <laughs> Please. I'm just saying. Anyways. <laughs> um, yes, Enzo. I think he's in a really good spot. Um, I think, I think, like you said, Bailey is also. I don't know if Davon is. I mean, I guess. I think Bailey and. I feel like it goes like Enzo and Bailey are kind of tied to like that ultimate number one spot. And then like Davon's under that. Um, but yeah, Cody and Enzo are in really good positions right now because they are inside of this like bird of a brigade. And, um, I loved whenever it was explained to, um, to Enzo, basically how the brigade strategy worked. <laughs> right. Bailey was like, Okay, so this is how we're gonna do it. You're gonna do this, and you're gonna do like. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, I've, I've been here before. I think. Yeah, I think I know how it works. No, when it comes to Enzo, he's just that, you know, yo, I, you know, just he he yo's a lot. <laughs> that and, was him. And, I just like and, Enzo was in the room. It's uncanny. No, and like for some reason, people like like him, and everybody's like, if, if you ask everybody who they're cool with like everybody likes him like they're willing to work with him and, I, I mean and to their credit it, like in his season I mean he was brigade all the way he was loyal you know to the end and and you do have to look at, at something like that I think when you're trying to figure out who you're going to play with and of course you know all the pre-game stuff too so who knows what went down there but just saying Enzo is in a good position. Whether you like him on a personal level or not, I think he's playing a better game so far. I mean, it's week one. You can't really right. – it's hard to say who's, like, playing a good game. Like, I don't really like to make that call until we're a little further into the game. But um, And it's crazy. And for a lot of these house guests, we're, you know, we're three episodes into the season now, and we still haven't seen a lot of, like, insightful DR sessions which is kind of disappointing because we have all of these, you but know, felt a little more real. Yeah, they did feel no. a little more real. Like, that's fine. But we're just not seeing it related to yes. like this alliance building and who do I trust? I mean, of course, we're seeing the, yeah, the BS one. We're seeing the BS ones, you know, about, you know, Cody and Nicole making a very, you know, organic final two on the first day. Yeah, sure. Like they're trying to do that. And but it's we're not seeing like uh, who certain people specifically trust. And there's a lot of people that I'm still kind of having, you know, these thoughts about. Like, I don't really know where Nicole's head is at fully. I don't know where like Ian's head is at Franzel. fully, even though. Oh, well, yes, Franzel and also Anthony. Like, there's just. Did you see where Nicole Anthony, what she said about the watermelons with David? Yes. And the stool? I guess I should also mention what you should have mentioned with Nicole Anthony, that her and David are also super close. And they had like this little moment yeah. yesterday mm -hmm. uh, in the storage room where they're like, you know, obviously um, we, we may need to keep our distance. But I think obviously you and me, you know, I trust you. Let's let's do this thing. So David has a little bit of a confidant in Nicole Anthony as well as in Tyler. But Tyler's got 
you know, a final two with everyone. So how much does that mean? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think, uh, David's doing better now, but, um, anyway, final thought on Enzo. I think he's playing a much better game this season than he played in, um, 12. So right. he's, far. In, he's in the like pilot seat rather than like sitting in the jet. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that I would say that's true. He's, he's trying to play play instead of like he he's never really had to play because he ran the house not him specifically but brigade brigade ran the house he was never in danger at all no and he said that in his um et interview before he went into the house he said you know it was too easy like referring to bb12 he said it was way too easy i'm just excited for this challenge that i'm about to go into so it's just like that's how he views Big Brother Twelve. He's he didn't he wasn't really challenged at all, and I think he wants to prove that he could be challenged in an All Star mm-hmm. season and still be a worthy player. Because I'm so far he's doing well. Whether you, I mean, you don't have to like him. It should, you know, acknowledge that he's um he's done well the first week. But, yes. you know, it's the first week, yeah. so we'll see. We're sitting here saying people are doing well the first week when very well by next week we'll be like, I can't believe we once thought that they were doing good in this game. Yeah, and by now, tomorrow uh, when we have a new HOH yeah. and, you know, oh who, who knows. Wait. But what do we know? Nothing. Spin the wheel. Okay. I don't think I took off. I don't think I took off some people. After picking them, it's about to leave Enzo again. No, we're doing Bailey. I'm sorry. One more time. Uh, Janelle. Oh, I, I went to know. Uh, gross. Yeah, Roxy. No, okay. Let's All right. Do it. Let's talk about Janelle. Where is she with everyone? Like, how do, how do people view Janelle right now? Um,. As the outcast, as the like one of the biggest targets in the game, someone who's so expendable could definitely go home next week. However, this is where Janelle thrives. I mean, if you look at Janelle's season mm-hmm. six and seven, she thrives under pressure. She thrives when she's not in great positions. She's been targeted. I mean, especially BB seven. Every single week, the opposing side of the house wanted Janelle's head on a platter, and she made it to finale night. So. I feel like on a normal season, like, for example, like last season, I was really rooting for Kemi, where Kemi was not... Oh, shut up, Roxy. I'm just saying, like, um, where I wasn't as confident, like, oh, my God, one of my faves is, like, in the bottom. Like, they're going to go home, like, this week or next week. Whereas with Janelle, I don't really feel that, like, consistent fear because I've just seen her overcome it in the past multiple times yeah. over and over again. So I feel confident that Janelle could have a deep run. Um, maybe not as deep as final three. I'm thinking, I think she's at least going to make jury and hopefully give them hell. That's very bold. Um, I, the only thing is I don't, I don't know how confident I am that BB 22 Janelle is going to be like BB seven or BB six Janelle. Cause the most recent we saw Janelle, it was very, very much in BB14 form, which is not the most impressive Janelle we could see. But that said, that's no, a completely but she different season. Into that sweet, like 
when she threw that was, jacket off yeah oh yeah, yeah. i was a little bit afraid and i wasn't even there i was like who this look at her you know, it, the, if like, the girl was sitting in there she'd been like <laughs> i'm not gonna lie if i were sitting there live and i watched that happen and i were in that room i i would have given daniel a run for his money in the like stand department for that because <laughs> it really was like it was everything the way she walked in there and then she walked in and really sucked but <laughs> she was terrible but yeah. wow I, I I do like Janelle's confidence that she's had this week while also knowing that she was probably going to go up on the block <laughs> if she had no yeah. one that safety suite competition we have to assume and I think a lot of Janelle's week has been trying to control Kaser as well, because Kaser is very like, I have to go full throttle right now and I have to crush right. everyone in their dreams and we're going to war and they're underestimating how dangerous we're going to be in this game. And I just like how she's kind of responded to it, but also tried to like roll with that notion. She's like, Kaser, we got to stop. And then once, you know, she has to campaign for Keisha as of yesterday, she's going around being like, oh my gosh, Kevin did this, Kevin did that, really trying to get people to have certain feelings about Kevin. And then suddenly Kaser's like, you know what? We should probably just like, you know, if Keisha's gone, we should probably just accept it. And then she's like, well, I just did all this. I just did all this like, you know, work to make people hate Kevin a little bit in this game. And then suddenly it's just like, okay. But uh, Janelle, and I don't even know if you guys are listening to me at this point. You guys, I, I am listening to this. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk, you guys are just like. No, it's just that I don't I like feel looking the need at the to, top. I don't feel the need to interrupt you as much. I don't. I don't like filibustering. I feel. <laughs> I never know how long I have to do this before I'm like, should I shut up now or Dude, should we no. play you off? Is that like how it should go? Yeah, like, you need to play me it. off. Play Islands in the Stream as to cut me off. Islands bit. in the Stream. I guess as of tomorrow, we'll have our first Islands in the Stream goodbye uh, to someone in the house. <laughs> we have to do it. That's funny. That's so funny. Um, I think the biggest question, though, is how does Janelle get out of the position that she's in right now? The same damn way she's done it. How does she, she do it? To, she has to get... She has to win a comp and change the direction of the change the narrative, change something because at this rate she will she is in a lot of danger. So her or Kaser, maybe Ian, I trust with an HOH, um, needs to put up two people from the other side because it's so early that it will just take one shift of power to make them crumble and turn on each other. Right. But I'm afraid. Yeah, and you're gonna have new new deals will be made. I mean. Tomorrow, tomorrow night, Keisha is most likely going to go home. Which is a huge game. Which, which, I mean, it is a shame, but unless something, you know, completely drastic occurs overnight or tomorrow, which honestly is when you make the deal. Make your move either late tonight or tomorrow. You make your move and you try to stay. Like, you know, it's your last ditch effort. And so, I mean, it is possible but as of right now, she's going to go home. But either way, whichever one of them goes home, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, just like, night, I cannot accept that. I cannot accept it is what it is. I mean, Daniel's pissed, but okay. So tomorrow night, we will have a new HOH. And if it happens to be um, 
someone, well, if it happens to be a caser or a Janelle or possibly somebody who's in one of the outskirt alliances or is maybe not super feeling the alliances that they're in, like maybe at Ian or somebody like that. Well, Ian's very paranoid um, because the second HOH has never won the game and he made that known in a conversation. Well, and he would know Mr. Eidetic memory, but um, he and Janelle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, we're going to see some a bunch of shifting will, will occur tomorrow. If if that happens, I mean, I think a bunch of shifting is going to occur anyway. I, you know I what, really, really quick, we were talking about like Keisha most likely going. You know what I think Keisha should do really quick. I know this is kind of getting off beat just a really little quick. bit. I just thought of something. What if Keisha, like obviously right now she's going home, so she just needs to throw everything at the wall at this point. Um, and see what sticks. Right. Here's what I would do if I'm in Keisha's position. I'd walk over, and. I would kind of like, like, I, I'm Keisha right now, and you're like Bailey or something. Keisha, I love your, your hat. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I didn't know if I wanted to say this because I thought I was probably going to stay. But a few days ago, I was outside. Honestly, like, now that I'm thinking of it, play Kevin's game. Like, use Kevin against him. I was outside. Tyler and Kevin were sitting on the hammock. And I heard them talk about a final two deal. I was going to keep it to myself. Um, and Bailey, Tyler said that he was after you and doesn't trust you because of your season and talked about your pregame thing. I don't know if I'm Bailey would have believed that after today. They had a good combo about that. It, I really think it just takes that little bit of paranoia. You got to start the fire and then flame it. And like let Keisha sit back. And <laughs> I mean, that, it's true. You plant like, the seed and let somebody else water it. Like, because Bailey, I feel like if she feels like Tyler betrayed her, she's going to probably confront him. It's probably going to get messy. And it's probably going to be a bloody mouth. No. And like, what would happen maybe is why I'm thinking to use Bailey. Because Bailey, I feel like she is like a logical and like a smart person, but she's also has like a very emotional side and in that sense. So Keisha says, and then Tyler come like, goes like, Keisha, why are you lying? And Keisha's like, I'm not lying. You're lying. Da, da, da. Well, and you have Bailey, this out. And then, so she's yelling at Tyler and Keisha's got like the blood in her mouth. And right. Is this how Bailey's going to be like, I somewhere in the background, uh, Libra's holding a cake. Like, <laughs> Shut up. There's a lot of weird things <laughs> happening. Then, Jerry's pointing Bailey, at something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Jerry's oh. in the pool pointing at the banner plane. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but um, and, if this and, is suddenly a womanizer, we don't know what's happening. <laughs> No, you're um, right though. Like, I mean, tomorrow know, like, the, is the, the day back, to make that move. In the back of her he her head, Bailey is gonna be like, you know what? And Big Brother Twenty a few summers ago, I was Keisha and I was telling the truth, and Tyler was lying in this whole house meeting. So someone with as much social capital as Bailey, obviously, like this is me knowing that Bailey's has a lot of social capital, so she could do something. And Tyler is kind of feeling weird with Cody, and I'm just obviously like I picked the perfect people for something like this to like blow up. But I'm just saying it really she could pick anyone because at this point she's going home. But I really think that like something like this, like literally play Kevin's game, make up a big lie and get someone evicted. I mean, like, I I don't I wouldn't argue with her going balls to the wall and just trying anything to stay like 
that would be like i feel like if someone knows they're going home that would be the right move and it would you know who knows in that house it may cause just enough paranoia because everyone in that house is paranoid to a certain degree so if you you know you kind of beat on that a little bit who knows but they could just turn right around and say oh Keisha's trying to start something let's vote her out like the thing is is sometimes it's better I mean in, in Keisha's situation it needs to be a big move I mean because at this point you know you have nothing to lose but you've got to see you should make those cracks early with little tiny things you know I have this thing that I do and people who know me really well know that I do this. Um, sometimes in my in my real life, if I think that somebody is not truthful with me or trustworthy, I will tell them something seemingly insignificant that's untrue, that cannot come from anywhere else, and I will see if it comes back to me and if it does and then i know you're a liar and i do not trust you and i would so do that to a much larger degree in that house to figure it out like i would and i would choose my little untruths to be things that would place cracks in other people's like little well of paranoia and that's <laughs> the move but it's too late for Keisha to do that now because she was too busy offering free food. Um, so now it's going to have to be something really big. And I know that's a manipulative tactic that I just admitted to everyone. That, but I got to know who I can trust, okay? Well, nobody <laughs> trusts you now. You inadvertently just did that right. to yourself. Look, I'm never going to meet any of you in real life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love for Keisha to do something like that, but I don't think she will just based on how she's acted in the past week. Like, I just don't see her going out of her way she's to do that at this point. It's like, she's accepting it almost like even when Kaser told her, like, you're probably going, she's like, really? Like, you think they'll, they'll vote out me over Kevin. It's just like, I would, I would be a little bit more concerned that you're going home, but she's just like, nah, he's like a floater though. Right. And Kaser's like, mm, I'll, I'll just, I'll see you later. I have said my piece. I'm going. Uh, she's like, yeah, I don't know. Do you want some food? A donkey <laughs> banana, perhaps? <laughs> Something that I thought was interesting is that Cody is surprisingly not wanting Janelle and Kester to go up next week. It, right? It's going to be if Cody and who else is in that room? I don't know that he really thinks. I mean, he's saying that, but many, right? I think he's trying to. Yes. he. I think he's trying to cover it himself. In case they have a win. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that is. I, and the thing is, I don't know how, if like Tyler wins HOH or if someone in that side wins HOH, is it, is it smart for them just to go ahead and put up Janelle and Case or the two people that can't compete in the safety suite or just to like save themselves from possibly saying a name, two different names and have them competing in a safety suite and winning again? Like, look how that already has backfired once. Like, are, is someone going to risk that a or second do time? Or you try and burn some safety suites because you still have another week of safety suites? Or what I, what I think would be interesting is if... You like, float a say, bunch of people's names out and have them all burn their <laughs> safety suites. 
I don't think anyone in that house is confident enough to burn, like openly say someone's name just to burn their safety suite. Every conversation in that house is, I don't talk game with them. Nobody's told me anything. Rinse, repeat. My God, I'm tired of it. I know, like it's it's almost like a recording at this point. Like whenever they, whenever um, somebody asks, you know, like anything um, game wise, that uh, oh Skippy just needs to push the button and it just needs to <clears throat> just play throughout the house because inevitably there are multiple conversations going at the same time where this one answer will suffice. Just push the button over the loudspeakers into the house. Just be like. Yeah, you know, not, nobody's really talking games, so I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna go with the house. You know what's I think would be interesting is if, like Janelle and Case are the targets. They're gonna be nominated because they don't have the safety sweep. But let's say, for example, Memphis is HOH or something, and he was gonna nominate Janelle and Case, which sadly could definitely happen. Um, He's not going to. But again, we have not seen enough Memphis CRs to even know. I don't okay, think well, he. Don't he think mentioned. Okay, Replace it with anyone. They're going to nominate Janelle and Casey. But just for clarification, then, Memphis said he would probably nominate Nicole and David. Nicole Anthony and David. This is a two yeah, he threw out there. What, I think that's what like a lot of them are going to do. With maybe a, like a backdoor plan, possibly. But um. Well, there would definitely if they put those two on the block, that there will definitely um be a backdoor plan. And then Janelle wins veto and keeps it the same. Iconic. Um, y- yes. Well, I'm just saying they they want the option of it. You want the option uh-huh. of a backdoor plan, and yeah. that, that's a perfect scenario. Uh huh. But but my scenario is, what if someone wins HOH yes, wants to nominate Janelle and Kaser, but people play the safety suite, and it, it's like, why are you playing the safety suite? Do you not trust me? Let's say like three or four people, because more people are going to do it this week than. Uh, last week obviously because it's just numerically it's probably gonna happen um and then they're like okay well i wasn't nominated janelle and case there but person a and person b i thought i could trust them and they clearly don't trust me because they're playing in the safety comp i'm just gonna put them up because they lost do you think that that's a possibility i think i mean sure it could Depends make for a, I mean, it could make for an is. easy excuse. It could be the new All Star equivalent of you were the first two to drop in the HOH comp. Like I don't know, uh, and I, like yeah, I mean, well, Cody said several times, like I just wish somebody would give me a reason, dude. You don't need a reason. You're the HOH, and this is how you play the game. Right, just and Cody has already said many times that he's going to play in the safety suite next week, no matter who wins HOH, just because. He like just because he was the first HOH and doesn't feel comfortable. But then again, if like Tyler or Enzo won HOH, I think he'd rethink that a little bit. You know what I would do if I were in the house and I were not HOH? I really would float around names. Not that I'm suggesting that I overheard so and so say that that might, you know, be like. I don't, I heard him, I thought I heard him say Daniel's name, but I'm not really sure because I wasn't in that conversation. Force them but, to go play the safety competition. Just do it all yeah. in that, all in and that hour beforehand. People, yeah. Everybody be so paranoid that they're like, did my why is, why is, why are they playing? Wait, why are they playing? Yeah, like, and everybody goes and they burn their safety. 
Well, you ought that to would be so do that. That would be That'd so be funny. hilarious. That's what Janelle should do. Like she can't even play. She should be like, "This is." I think this is what I mean. Happening. And it, it it don't ever say anything definitive. Don't be like, "Yeah, well, Barrett told me he was going to put you up." Just be like, "I mean, I overheard him in the bathroom, and I'm really not certain if they said Barrett's name, but it sounded like I don't know what they were saying, but it looked." Like they were talking game, and I don't know. I'd be nervous. Like I would do stuff like that, and then Barrett would be like, "Oh crap, I've got to play in the safety suite now." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. I would love it. Anyway, that's what I do. Let's spin, shall we? All right, let's do it. Oh, the the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Barrett cutting a rug over there. What does that What does that mean? Is that like cutting the cheese? Well, I mean, you could probably do that hey, at the same time, but hey, it's... Uh, hey, Vaughn, your memes are so bad with season. What? <laughs> they want to that I don't see Cody and Enzo working together in the game. What? She's lying. Daniel, she's in an alliance with them. I know, but, like, I think she meant, like, as close as she's talking to Kevin and Nicole, who she has, like, that, like, really good, like, bond with. Like, why would she lie about that? No, because she's, she's in an alliance mind. with them. I know, but they're trash. You should target them, period. Can we not talk about Christmas? Very <laughs> dead. I like how you're trying to switch the subject from you just saying a not right thing. Uh, do you want to, you don't um, want to I'm not trying to change the subject. You are, though, because you know you're wrong. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm always right. You don't want to talk about Christmas, but we have to. She, we spun the wheel, and she's the discussion point now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the last one. I'm done with this wheel. Uh, what? Why? I love the wheel. How long have we been going? An hour, an hour, and, hour and a half. So, I mean, we won't, we probably won't use the wheel again, but <laughs> yeah. it's safe to say, well, I'll, I'll leave this wheel as it was. For, so the next time we want to do the wheel, we won't be talking about the same people over and over again. We'll give everyone a chance. Well, we already talked about Janelle. But we have to talk about her next week. Listen, and we we're not going to, we're not going to, so long. <laughs> we're not going to use this wheel every single time. Uh, so we'll talk about Janelle other times when Janelle is, you know, more prevalent okay, when she wins HOH. Thoughts? Yeah, Christmas thoughts. Um, well, honestly, this year I'm really hoping... Right. Not at the same that... time, guys. Oh. <laughs> I, was saying, I was saying, like, I, I'm wanting a new phone. Um, <laughs> you just got one. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it's kind of tied with Thanksgiving for me. Definitely one of my favorite holidays. Mm, I'm not a big Christmas fan, and I'm. I love Christmas. Okay, now switching to Christmas, the player. I was talking about the player. Oh, okay. I'm a big fan. Is there a player? Like, is she playing? No, look, Christmas is in a pretty decent position so far. I mean, it's week one. What am I going to say about her? She hadn't even had a diary room yet, has she? She hasn't had a dr. (laughs) She did not tonight. Or yeah, or last episode. Oh my god. Yeah, but she hasn't. Purple Christmas ever? Ten. Wait, did she? I she may have had one. I think ever they I, had a, they I had think... a sequence at the very beginning of the episode where a lot of people had dr sessions, but I don't know if she was one of them. I know she wasn't tonight. I saw I was looking at the dr count for tonight. She wasn't one. She she definitely didn't today. Uh, maybe not. But I don't know why you're dogging on Christmas because she was the first person to even campaign for Keisha to stay. Uh, yes, it was off of a um, conversation that she had with Bailey, and she was just quoting Bailey pretty much. But 
she still was doing it. No. Okay. So Christmas is going to be in a little trouble next week, I think, because Janelle and Kaser have, I really feel like we're going to get a Janelle and Kaser. I just like feel it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being hopeful and trying to manifest it, but Janelle and Kaser want to target Christmas actually, like as their main target next week, which I don't like love for them. But it's because Janelle is afraid of her game because they've not, nobody really knows what it is. Right. And so far she's been, which I think is kind of a cop out, but I also understand. I mean, it is scary when you know how other people play, but right, like you know how you know, other people play. Know. So don't you think you should take them out? Well, I mean, it's kind of like the, how people say it's better to have the devil you know than the devil you don't. I mean, it's true. That's true. That's true. Um, and Christmas thus far has done well socially. I mean, she's. Re- She's really promoted her. Pro- she's promoted her protein. Yeah, she's told a lot of stories. Most of them her foot story, uh, and, and she's cried about people, her child. Yeah, yeah. People, you know, have seemed pretty responsive to that, and so I think she's not in a terrible position. But I don't. She's not gonna unless I see something like major from her in the next few weeks. Right, because the only yeah. alignment that she has is with. Tyler so far and then she's thrown into the closers now and she's not really she doesn't really have any connections with anyone else at this point right I mean she's in that like alliance I mean the closers yes I just there's been people and they're like this they're like I mean well what about Christmas should we work with Christmas and and it's always very Bailey and Devon are I'm more so I think Bailey right well it's like very non-committal by various people within whatever alliance is, is you know discussing the idea of, of adding christmas like there's always like one or two people that are like yeah i don't know i don't know how i feel about her so she's just kind of me you know in the house and she's e for me outside of the house too and also i don't you know the, the actual oh. holiday is kind of for me too so Oh my gosh. Okay, so interesting. Memphis just said to Cody in the feed. Sorry, a little live feed update. If I get HOH, then it's Ian as like the target and maybe use Bailey as a pawn. I guess I forgot to mention that he also does not like Ian that much. I think he even he said in the conversation with Cody of a couple of days ago, he was like, let's get that effer out. I think that was his exact wording. And so. And why does Memphis like. Wasn't Memphis trying to pitch Bailey to be in the alliance at first? Why would she? She was going to be, and then she suddenly was not. But well, it was because Danny was like, "Um, if you're gonna have Bailey, you gotta have Devon, so we can't right. have one about the other. So just yeah. don't put her on." And people are kind of clocking Bailey and Janelle as kind of like this subtle pair, not exactly a full pair, but that. like they know that they're talking to each other. And yeah, it's the mm-hmm. same. You can't have Bay without Day in this game, and everyone knows that. But it seems to not be a huge issue for them. I don't like the idea of floating Bailey as a pawn. Memphis is just like a crackhead at this point in this game. One week in, uh, is it just me or has Memphis <laughs> turned into like? I feel like when he entered the house, he was like what forty, and I feel like he's at least seventy-two right now. <laughs> Like he's really super cold and he's all bundled up. Like, yep. 
in these blankets. He's complaining he about the lights hard. not being on, uh, like the lights not being off at a certain time. It's cold, but it's he's, he's, got, like, like, cold he's holding his coffee cup like with two hands, like this, trying to get <laughs> like what? What happened? He's Jerry. That picture he, that we have in the middle of the discussion wheel <laughs> is actually Memphis. I mean, hmm. it's just crazy to me. It, He's so grumpy. He's a crotchety old man right he now. Is. No, yeah. I like. I mean, I do like Memphis fine though. I mean, he he's a little irritating, but he's here to play though. I, another live feed update. I think it's so yeah. funny. Janelle and Christmas are talking, so we're on Christmas. Um, Janelle said, "Which one do you prefer?" Talking about who to vote out and Christmas, go to Christmas game. Honestly, I prefer not to make the decision. <laughs> I'm like, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. That's hilarious. I mean, do we have, is there really anything else we can say about Christmas? I mean, not really, other than that she is in an alliance and she is yet to have a DR. And I think that's for a good reason, it's because there's not really anything else uh, very particular we can say about her game other than she's doing well. Like, she's liked, she is liked by people. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. that was Christmas in 19 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's leading the workouts. She's telling her stories. A lot of them are the same, but she's telling her stories. Um, and she was the confidant for Nicole when right after Janelle tortured her. Um, so there was that as well. Um, it, um, <laughs> tortured? No, 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 no. She didn't. I, but that that that's, that's the extent of my a... Christmas talk I could have. Let's not misconstrue what occurred <laughs> much. Um, I don't really want to do the wheel anymore because I don't know what else to go over. We've talked about pretty much. Who's left on the wheel? Scenarios. Um, a lot of people. Well, I just wanna... We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people left. Well, not Memphis. Let's talk about Dan, Danny because she's had some goings on. Like with the tired of talking, the whole debate thing today. Hush, then you be quiet. Um, the the whole like debate thing today, where she got like irritated with uh, Bailey. I mean, Daniel, you said you wanted to talk about that. Have you changed your mind about what Bailey and Danny? Oh yeah, so there was like a little feud. You want to tell them, Roxy? What about what about you, Daniel? You see. They tell them about the feud. You tell someone. Well, I feel like I don't remember exactly because <laughs> I was like listening at work while I was like, okay. trying to. Like, so uh, they had like the the BB debate thing today. It was like right. a card that came out and uh, had a bunch of questions on there. And they went around and they'd ask the questions, answer the questions, and they were things like you know your favorite um player who do you wish was here that's not you know that sort of thing and danielle was already getting a little bit um aggravated i guess and i don't blame her like when if people were bringing up her father who she notoriously has a terrible relationship with um i don't know the dynamics of that none of us do and i know it's a touchy subject and um so i mean i do get it like when you're life is like public like that and people are talking about it all the time and she's very private like so she was already getting a little annoyed um in a danny way and um so anyway 
Bailey asked Danielle, she was like, oh, because well, you were the season that had, like, you were in the couples season. And, and Danny's like, no, it wasn't a couple. And she's just like, oh, well, what, what? It was the one, like, it was like partners. And Danielle's like, I didn't have a partner. And she, she was so mad by this point. And anyway, and finally, somebody's like, it's season 13. And, and uh, so she was already aggravated about that. I'm trying to read chat too. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, it, so it was kind of, it was, they weren't arguing, but there was some tension there. But then later, after all of the questions and all of that were over, I guess, it, like there was some discussion further amongst other house guests about it. Somehow it came to David um, called Danny or said Danny was a mean girl. So did Cody. Which, yeah. Huh? And Cody. Cody said it too. Yeah, because Danny Danny's only really confronted Cody about it so far, and it was just like, "Hey, yeah. could you not? Could you not call me mean?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Well, he's kind of like sounded like Tyler. He's like, "Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to use my HOH shower? Said you could. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no. So she got upset and she cried about it, and then and then she went and 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 this is also another reason why I think at some point. Danielle and and Janelle will be in some capacity working together because she and Janelle had a long talk ab ab about it where Danielle was upset. And I mean, because they're friends outside of the house, they had a talk about it, but I don't know. It was an ordeal and um, Danielle's got to take a phone call. <laughs> um, <laughs> I ordered a pizza. Yeah, uh, okay, so yeah, I ordered a pizza. I'm going to step away from it. I want to take my no, time on this one. <laughs> um, yes, in chat, Jay Jobs, Danny is very touchy about um, evil. And I mean, and I don't blame her. Like, I don't know that relationship. I mean, none of us do, but I know she's very private about it. And it just, I mean, it's not my business, but right. she didn't she just tries to avoid it feels like any time that any of that mm -hmm. is discussed and i don't blame her but caitlin and chat hey caitlin says bailey was trying to talk about it in the nicest way possible but maybe she shouldn't have brought it up i don't know what well, they were it, originally talking about though and bailey's defense like it shouldn't like she was just they were talking about cards they were out talking about big brother 13 all bailey said was oh wasn't that like the couple season which is like I mean, she's not going to be thinking of, like, the, the whole dynamic of the Donatos in the moment. So, right. Danny well, no, was yeah, a little I don't snappy. think Bailey was being – I don't think – there was nothing nefarious at all in in Bailey's intent at all. Like, right. she, she wasn't – and I don't think she fully knows or understands that dynamic, nor does she have really any reason to. It just mm – -hmm. David knows a, perfectly, though. Yeah, David knows everything about it. I mean, it. well, of course. David's seen every season. Come on. <laughs> uh, I don't no. think, yeah, it wasn't as, like, intentional and as direct as that conversation that Enzo had, uh, like, the second night where he was like, you know, 
uh, and oh I'm good God. with you. You know, I, I love evil dick. You know, I, I know how you, I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm just saying like that, that's just something I, yeah, it's something like I'll work with you or work with yous, I should say. Cause Enzo uses the yo, plural. Yo, meow, meow, yo, braid. I forgot he was a rapper too. And I keep trying mm-hmm. to find like. His... What, what is his name? It's like. um. I don't remember his name. That's why I couldn't find it. But I remember he came out with like an album or a single or something like a long You've time ago. You've got to be kidding me. You have it's, got to be kidding me. His name is, this is real still, life? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Wait, I forget his name. Enzo, Enzo has an album? He yeah. may have an album. Like an entire compilation of songs. On vinyl, yeah. Shut up. The Meow Meow. Like, I, I when I was listening to him talk earlier wait. on the feeds, I was like, he really does have, like, a nice flow. Like, he could be a rapper. And then I, like, clicked with me. I was like, wait. He came out with a single like a long time ago, and so just a single, not a whole album. I think it was a single. I don't know his rapper name though, and I kept, could not find it. Was this pre season twelve? No, no, no. Well, maybe both, but like the last time I remember, it was after season twelve. But what? if you go to his, but if you go to his Instagram, you see pictures of him like in a studio, like recording. So I don't go. Well, I rarely go on Instagram anyway. I mean, I do have it. I mean, well, I was on there today, but I don't, I don't follow Enzo. I've, now I feel like I need to. SLH, I gotta know more. SLH says little meow meow, but I don't. I think they're joking. <laughs> but for a second, I was like, oh yeah, little meow meow. That makes sense. Well, I mean, I know Zach Rantz put out a, a single, um, after Big Brother, where he tried to, you know, capitalize on the whole Fruit Loop Dingus thing. I mean, he had a rap song. No, but I think like Enzo's a his Mister like, Good, what was it, Mister Swagoo or something like that. It was Zach Rance, something like that. I don't know. I gotta know. I can't, I, I can't remember it. Yeah, wait, really quick. So while we were live, um, tell me like a comment. Go, Barrett, play what I sent you. Okay, it's like seventeen seconds. All right, I have a message from Daniel Icon Brown. All right. Because I said, if I'm gone week one or two, oh, I'll go home to my family. Mm-hmm. And they said? No. They said, we go back, like, mid-September. Okay. So, that basically confirms, like, some type of comeback of some sort, right? Does it, though? They they told Janelle that if she got evicted week one or two, she couldn't go back to her family. That she'd be there till at least September. Um. Well. Yeah. Okay. That might insinuate something. Well, I mean, we're gonna find out tomorrow night. What's up with that? Because I mean, obviously, whether it be in the Julie interview or beforehand, we're gonna, if it, if there's gonna be a battle back of some sort, they're gonna hint at it. Which I wouldn't be shocked by it. They're paying people all this money. They might as well, you know, keep them around for a little bit longer than a week or two weeks or before they have to go out of the game early. And obviously this mm-hmm. is big this is modern Big Brother, so there's always a battle pack of some sort at some point. Um This is the weirdest playlist I've ever seen. Do, did you I'm, did you find Enzo? On, no, I'm sorry. I'm on Zach Rance's Spotify looking at oh. his playlist. It's like Mr. Swaggy or something. I think like that. I think that's a sign that we have to end this then. Yes, right. let's do. But that's interesting, and obviously we'll get more clarification on that. Um, any uh, one sentence uh, summaries for anyone left on the wheel of discussion? <laughs> I know earlier that I love Kaser so much with my whole heart. <laughs> I know earlier people. Were, 
Ian also, yeah. Ian was the star of tonight's episode. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot Dominique song Laws and Deceit. <laughs> oh, amazing, yeah. I track Chat, like no wonder. I love you so much, Chad. Yeah, Frankie Grande. It's, wait, wait, Dwight Squall? Dwight Squall, is that you know what? By the time tomorrow night, we're gonna figure this out, and we're gonna. That's it. That's it. That's it. Dwight Squall. I remember that. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna listen to some Dwight Squall. We may play a little bit of Dwight Squall tomorrow, um, but yeah, I think we're done with this. I, this was fun. We almost went two hours again, uh, which is fine. Like we had a lot of stuff to catch up on. So thank you for everyone who joined us in the That's chat. Not it. Uh, Oh, did he send you like, never mind. Um, it was Dwight Skull, actually an adult film star, and you've been punked. I'm going to tell you this. That's not how to spell it, and I'm not looking that up again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone in chat. We'll be back tomorrow night after the live eviction episode where either Keisha or Kevin will go home. Uh, yeah. Thank you for watching. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. I'm going to try to say my words right because my mind is going blank now. Oh. Like this video if you haven't already. That helps us out a ton. Uh, if you want to join our Facebook group where we talk Big Brother 24-7 about the live feeds, you can join that. That link is in the description below. If you want to catch us on Apple Podcasts, if you're tired of looking at our faces, if you want to listen to our show that way, you can catch us there or you can catch us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're probably there. Uh, if not, I could probably get us there if you request that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I don't think anything else. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. If you want to hit us up, ask us any questions or something you want us to bring up on the next show, don't be afraid to do that. Um, but other than that, yeah, we'll see you later. And thank you for watching. Bye. Bye.